Welcome to the excellent Exo Chat with Bill and Nora. Our podcast is meant to educate, inform, and discuss the ever-expanding topic of exotechnologies. If you are interested in exoskeletons, robots, or automated systems, you should listen to us. We will be discussing how these technologies impact you through chats with experts and users from around the world. So what are we going to talk about today? Well, funny enough, I think we have a great topic today. Uh, you and I, we're doing what we typically do on every morning, just talking about everything exos, what we have to do this week, and some topics we got started to talk, and you just said, hey, you know, we should start recording this. This is a great idea for a podcast. So I think our topic today is testing of exoskeletons. What do you think? I thought I thought we were going to talk about testing of skateboards. I was totally <laughs> into this. Because because well, you guys are, you have a skateboard, we've got a skateboard here. We can't use oh, yeah. it, but we have a skateboard. Right. I mean, I'm not a Tony Hawk. Wow. Probably showing my age there, right? Because I think he might be out of it now. <laughs> but uh, I think he yeah, can still I, skate. I've heard he can still skate. Okay. Probably, you know, it's probably like riding a bike. Once you do it once, you probably got the hang of it. But I've uh, heard of yeah. that. You, know? you think you think exoskeletons are the same way? Once you you know how to use one, you it's just like riding a bike, right? Right. Well, and you know, here's the thing, right, Bill? I always try, I, as I've mentioned many times before, I am not an exo in the exoskeleton technology area. So, I really try to boil our conversations down to the simplest form, so that I can mentally understand and then apply that to this area. And this morning, just to fill in our listeners, we were talking about testing of exoskeletons and is it needed or is there a certain level that's needed? And then past that level, you're good to go, so to speak. Um, And that's, you know, that's how you and I started talking about skateboards. I think humans, every human is always testing what they're using, right? Especially something that's new. So that's how the the skateboard came up this morning, right? I'm trying to put this in the simplest terms. So I have a four-year-old son who is is getting into skateboards and everything with wheels. And I was watching him in the driveway the other day when I gave him the skateboard. And he's not just going to jump on it and ride down a hill, right? Right. Uh, it's human nature. He's gonna he's gonna put his foot on it and he's gonna roll it a little bit. He's gonna look on the bottom, check out the four wheels. He's gonna look on the top. He's probably gonna try to figure out why is it curved. Right. Right. Of course. He's probably gonna do that thing where kids like bash their foot down and you make know, it, it flip up. up. Yeah. Make yeah. it flip up. Of course. And you know, I was thinking to myself, wow. You know, my son Declan, he's he's testing in his own way, this skateboard before he just hops on it. Right. And it's really, it was very interesting for me to see. And I immediately started thinking about exotechnologies and exoskeletons, right? Someone gets an exoskeleton and they're not just going to put that baby on and go under a car and start doing whatever they're going to do, you know, or go out into a construction site first time out, haven't really tried it. Right. Anytime you put anything on that's new, you're going to, you know, you're going to move your arms, move your legs a little bit. Well, and, you know, and the thing right. is, is like with the skateboards, a great example is that there's also the fear factor. You know, uh, my, yeah. my son's a little older. He's he's 11. He's trying to figure out skateboards, too. And and just 
how do you how do you even get on the thing, right? And so we put the skateboard on a piece of carpet, and then you can ah. step on it without it rolling, right? Right, right. And so I think people were going to do that with an exoskeleton. Let me try it in this, you know, safe artificial environment here before I go into real world. Just like you're saying, I think yeah. that is just human nature. Absolutely, absolutely. Or you know, the funniest story that I have is is when we were explaining to Declan that you can't. You can't get on a skateboard without wearing a helmet. You right. really shouldn't be on a bike right. anything without a helmet. And I, I, he asked me why. So I was telling him that helmets, they protect your head so that if you fall off, your head won't get injured. Right. Wouldn't you know, he puts on the helmet. The first thing he does is he smacks himself on the helmet. <laughs> Just to check, see if it works, Just to right? check if it works, you know? Like, <laughs> human nature to right. want to try something out and not just take someone at at their word that hey this is this is intrinsically safe to, you right. know where you're not going to hurt your head my son's like yeah okay mom whatever <laughs> yeah well and, and that was the same thing i saw when we were working with some uh i'll say some army folks several years ago there was a new exoskeleton they were trying out and even though you said, well, it's for this. They tried lots of other things. Oh, yeah. And then you were like, whoa, 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 don't do that. It's not meant for that. But they wanted to try it because they wanted to right. see what it could do. And the limitations, right? right? What is their limitation without the exo technology? And then what is their limitation with? It's like you just said, hey, don't do this with the exoskeleton. As soon as you tell someone don't, don't do, do that, that. <laughs> it's like, hey, guys, watch me, you yeah. know, or check this out. Right. <laughs> Right. Um, I remember hearing a story from some of our members in the army where they had the um, exo or their exo technology. It was fitted to the waist and the legs and was, it was supposed to help with bending and lifting. And this gentleman decided to jump off the right. back of a of a pickup truck. Right. Right. And immediately it was like, well, we can't do that with exo technologies. I mean, yeah, it it braced your fall so that you didn't get injured. But now we got to really take a look at this thing because it's, it's really not supposed to have that type of impact. Right. So really I think human nature is to test, to test constantly. Right. And that's why I think, especially in a work environment, the training is like super important. You know, you know, you really can't talk about, testing without some level of training same thing with right. the skateboard there needs to be some instruction you, you know whether it's self-instruction or somebody helping you out mm -hmm. there needs to be some level of instruction it's like okay if you're going to do it yourself it's like maybe i can watch a video of somebody else that's right. done this before or read a book or okay maybe there's an instruction card that came with the the skateboard of what to do and what not to do absolutely you, you know? Yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not going to look at my four-year-old son and say, hey, try to do an ollie. He's going to be like, what is an ollie? Who's yeah. ollie, right? Yeah, who's no, ollie? No, I'm going to have to either show him either through a, a book, you know, old school, right? Go right. to the library. Go check to the library, book, right. Um, or show him myself, which, note, I cannot ollie. Used to be able to, but now at my age, I'm not going to try that out, even with a helmet on. Or, you know... YouTube. Let me tell you, my son at this age loves YouTube, but right. 
you have to learn. And then once he kind of understands what that looks like in his brain, what an Ollie is, he's then going to go out and he's going to try it. Right. And he's going to test it constantly over and over and over again. If I put my two feet here and right. then, you know, I push up and I step back, is that going to be the arc in which I need to land the Ollie? Right. And he's going to constantly test that. Until he gets it down, until he lands it. And the repetitive motion is something that he learns and then it comes as second nature. But without that testing of how to put your feet or how to move this skateboard forward and, and lean on the back, how much force, uh, you know, you, you have to do that testing. Right. And that's that's something that's, uh, you know, it's an interesting topic when you put it in the context of, I'll say, the workplace. Mm-hmm. Are we giving workers that we're asking to try out exoskeletons enough time to have fun with them right right yeah you know because in in fun and play you learn a lot absolutely absolutely like a like a prosthetic right right um you need a lot of of you know training so to speak and testing with a prosthetic making sure that it's working for your needs making sure it's the right height right um that it works for your weight You also don't, you know, when you're getting used to it, you also don't have it on 24-7. Right. And you work with physical therapists and and trainers and and they show you and you test different ways that works for your body to utilize that prosthetic. Uh, Similar to exo technologies. If I were to put on an exo technology and Bill, you were to put on the same one, the exo would be utilizing and doing the same tasks with us, right? Right. But we may be doing it a little differently. You and I are probably not the same. (laughs) We're not built the same. We're not the same height. Um, So it's really important, like you said, for you and I to, quote unquote, have fun with it before we go, oh, I'm just going to put this on. I'm going to go out to the construction site and try to do everything that I usually do. Right. And, And the other thing is like, again, back to the skateboard. Skateboard is fun and great for certain things. But, you know, if you're trying to go to the park that's like three or four miles away, skating three or four miles versus just going and getting on your bike and riding three or four miles, you know, yeah, you could sort of do it with the skateboard, but it's not going to be fun anymore, you know? Right, right. And here's, here's the word that everybody hates to mention, Bill. Liability. Oh, sure. You as a individual that has a business or responsible for employees or a team, Mm. you are not going to take the chance of sending an employee out in a new EXO that they've never tried out before, they've never done anything with it, and say, go ahead to the job site, do your usual day. Right. You're not going to do that. No. Because there's a liability issue. What if that individual gets hurt because they're not using the EXO right? Or or they're doing something that if they had actually done some background testing on, could have told the employee or the individual, these are your limitations. Right. And, and you know, I think in that, you know, training can be part of that testing in a sense is where you're sort of training someone like here's the things it can do here's where it's appropriate where here's where it's Mm -hmm. not appropriate uh don't go trying this out there on the site guys and girls you know right here's here's where you need to do this and Mm -hmm. you know here's the things you need to avoid 
because it'll right. cause you some problems. Right. Absolutely. And they can now, try and they can do their testing and try it out in a training oh, yeah. environment versus trying it in the real work. Exactly. Exactly. So now, Bill, let's let's get to the the portion where it gets a little bit tricky, right? Yeah. How much testing <laughs> do you need to do before right. you're you're comfortable, right? right? Because it's like they say, if you if you never swing the bat, you know, you're you're never going to hit the home run, you're never yeah. going to get on the bases, you're always you're constantly just going to be on on home plate. You're not going anywhere. Yeah. Um and that's a big concern, right? Because for humans, because we constantly want to know, we're constantly learning, I can see getting in that constant repetition of always testing. Like we never have enough data. We never know for certain. So at right. what point, I guess in your personal opinion, do you feel comfortable that we've tested this to an area in which we are comfortable, I guess? Right. So it's, it's uh, paralysis by analysis. This, mm-hmm. this is a very easy place to get to. Um, I've been involved with testing a lot of different technologies over the years. We, I was uh, part of a team that ran a national testing program for first responder equipment. Mm-hmm. And what we found by testing a lot of different things was that when, and this is somewhat going to be sound self-serving, but I, I really believe it because I saw it was true. When mm-hmm. there's not any standards or very few standards for the devices that we tested, there was a lot of variability in how those devices performed. Gotcha. Any of the devices that we tested where there were standards and there were especially like certifications for those there was very little variability. They performed almost equally across the board. And then there were slight differences depending on what the particular manufacturer kind of emphasized as their market value. Interesting. And, yeah. and so I see the same thing here in the exoskeleton world. And that's why we're trying to push to get to certification. Mm-hmm. Right. So that, yeah. so that there's a minimum bar where everybody can like feel comfortable with this. And then if, and then the testing that's going to happen is more about, okay, what's the, the differences as far as the market value of this product versus another? What's it designed to right. do better versus another product? And so yeah. I think with testing, you can, you can keep testing forever. And, and, you know, it's like at some point you're just testing to test, you know? Yeah. And, and, yeah. That's human nature to just want to know. Right. Because you're, you, it's very difficult to get a, an answer that, that is going to be a hundred percent accurate. It's like, it's like the weather, you know, you know, you know, everybody jokes. I wish I was a meteorologist because I could be wrong every day of the week and I still get paid, you know? Uh, but, but people know that inherently with weather, you know, it's very difficult to predict. At some right. point when you're doing testing of an exoskeleton or any device, once you see a consistent trend, mm-hmm. then you can have some confidence that that's probably going to be true unless something yeah. weird happens. And then you can feel confident to move forward. Right. The other thing is you test a little bit. You see where it is. Say, okay, this is, this is fairly consistent with what I was expecting. There's nothing, there's no surprises here. Mm-hmm. Let's roll it out. What most people do, let's roll it out in small pilot, you know? Right. See okay. 
I I'm got I looked at my pilot. Everything is matching up to what I saw from my, you know, small test. Okay, let's roll it out a little bit more. And that's mm-hmm. that's what I've seen in a lot of places is is kind of a rollout kind of uh process when you're looking at new technologies like this. The other thing is is to take a step back and look at the technology itself. If you're looking at I'll say a passive exoskeleton all right, what are the inherent dangers there to begin yeah. with, right? Probably right. probably right. very low risk value there. You know, if you've got an exoskeleton that's a powered exoskeleton, there's some robotic components. Okay, mm-hmm. let's let's look at those. How strong are they? You know, right. it, it, yeah. if they're not that strong, they're providing minimum. Again, maybe the risk level that you're trying to test is so low, you're... you're you maybe don't need to do that much. Yeah. It's, so it, it's you ha- you kind of have to come at this in a lot of different directions, but you got to apply common sense because right. if you're if you're trying to get into that thing of I need to assure myself be hundred percent protected from some liability, you could test forever and never do and anything. Never be done. You never oh, swing yeah. the bat, as you say. Oh you know? yeah. Yeah, the bat might as well be uh, in the dugout because right. we're not even You're not going to do it, right? Point. Right. Yeah, no, I think I think that's really important. You know, human nature, we always want to know the answer. We always want to be a hundred percent certain, a hundred percent correct, and it's it's that gray area. Right. It's very. It's a. It's a gray area. But well, and, uh, and and you know the <laughs> other odd thing is, so if you put things in a different context. Those those same people that could be like, hey, yeah, you know, we need we need to test that some more. They're rolling down to the to the local gas station and picking up a lottery ticket. I said, like, wait a minute, why are you buying that lottery <laughs> ticket? That's that's a one in a million. Oh, but but you gotta play to get paid. Yeah, you gotta know? do it. <laughs> you gotta do it. Can't win if you don't play. I'm like, but but you you're you're like being oh, yeah. super conservative here, but mm-hmm. not here. That that's also human nature. Yeah, and you know, just just calling out the obvious on that too, Bill is is having a good team to work with, right? right. You always want that one individual that wants more data, wants to see more testing, right? But is someone that you have on another team that can approach them and say, "Hey, look, at this point, I think we have the data that we need. Let's, like you said, roll this out slowly. Right. Test it on. Have one or two people wear it." go through the functions, see how it goes. If we're not comfortable after that, we can always go back to doing more testing. And that, I think, is a very key aspect of, of EXOs and when you're utilizing them and the testing and having a really good team right. that understands that. Right. And and here's the other thing I would tell people with EXOs. If you've got some people that are a bit skeptical on your team that's you know part of figuring out if we're going to do this or not, Hey, let's just buy some exos and put it right. on our team. Just wear yeah. it. Just I wear mean, it. yeah, just wear it. And then and I love, I love the individuals that love to poke holes. Right? They right. want to find the in this aspect. Right. <laughs> they want to find they, you know, they want to find something that doesn't work with it. Right? They're constantly trying to show that there's something wrong with that, and you do want that to some aspect. Right. 
it's very similar like the skateboard thing, right? My, right? my son finally gets on the skateboard and it doesn't fall. My husband goes, let's go throw him on the hill over there. No, like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. I don't think he's there yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, similar aspect with a team that is, that's testing these exo technologies. You want someone who is going to have the million dollar up in the clouds, 10,000 foot level, let's do all this testing. And then you want the people that are like, well, Let's look at what we actually need to think that this is is usable for some of our tasks. Right. Um, and I again, I think that's just really important. And I, I just love human nature constantly trying to be 100% and, and testing things and trying to make them fail. I just think it's very important, especially with an exotechnology. Right. And, and that's, that's a key thing. It's like, it's human nature. Exos are very human-centric type things. So it's just going to be normal that people are going to try things out with them. And I think that's why I, I feel that education and just getting a general awareness about what they can and cannot do will help people so that they don't yeah. do things that are, you know, I, I've skated for a day, so I'm going to go get on the half pike out there with, <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's going to go Tony great. With Tony Hawk. Yeah, yeah, that's going to go great for you, bud, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll get the car warmed up because we're going to the hospital. <laughs> right, right. And, you know, like we always say, Bill, it's really important, whatever type of exotechnology that you come in, that you are reading the information that right. comes with it. You know, making sure that you know what the limitations are, what it's supposed to be utilized for, and making sure that you're using it in the proper way. Sure. Um, Absolutely. You know, we don't we don't want someone just to grab an exo technology and be like, oh, I'm going to go outside and just test this thing. No, 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 no. Right. <laughs> Let's make sure that we're reading the user manual and the directions and and the testing that may have already been done. Right. To, and that's to important know your too. Limitations. And that's yeah. and that's a a good thing. It's like. To anybody out there is thinking about doing testing, reach out, reach out to us, reach out to others in the exoskeleton community because there's been uh, a lot of testing. It may not be exactly your application, but it may be close enough to give you something to start from. Yeah, absolutely. No, we're always here to help. Um, you know, especially we have our members, as our listeners now know, that are experts in this area and, and would be happy to answer questions and, and be utilized in this area. But I think that was a great topic today, Bill. And, and I don't know about you. I had a lot of fun with that one. Yeah, that was fun. I, I mean, I still can't skateboard, but, you know, maybe <laughs> maybe my son will learn and he'll be the skateboard expert here at the house for us. Yeah, sounds good. Well, I'll send my four-year-old down, and they can uh, <laughs> they can hit it up with their skateboards. There you go. <laughs> All right, Bill. Thanks so much. Have a great day, and looking forward to talking to you next time. All right. Thank you for listening to us today. Please share this podcast with your friends and join us next time.